Welcome to another series of solo episodes. My name is Meredith Willits, and this is the podcast Meredith with a Y. And today I'm getting into the concept of not knowing where to go next post-COVID, post-change, whatever the case is, we're going to be talking about what to do next. So stay with me. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today we are going to go deep changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Okay, so you've got through COVID, a worldwide epidemic. I mean, you've done it. You've made the changes. Maybe you bought a van. You're living down by the river. Maybe you changed jobs. Maybe someone in your life has passed away. Maybe you've moved. Or maybe you just woke up one day and said, what the hell am I doing? I don't know what to do next. My job is not fulfilling anymore. I don't want to keep doing it the same way I've been doing it forever. And you are not alone. You're not. I have clients coming to me, calling me every single day that are in this moment of transition. And they don't know if... Is it scarier to leave where I'm at? Is it scarier to stay where I'm at? What's next for me? And this is definitely a theme that I'm seeing all over the place. And there really is no one right answer. But you can definitely play with options using the way that you feel about them. And so I want to talk about the difference between fear and excitement fear and trepidation of change versus like anxiety or just those feelings that you get when trying something new. And a lot of people talk to me about this concept of like, hey, what's the difference between the voice in my head, ego and fear versus the voice in my head, which is spirit and love and moving forward and excitement. And they can get very interwoven And so what I like to tell people to do is lean into the feeling. And this is actually what I do during appointment when I'm talking to somebody is I take their physical, spiritual, spirit, soul self. And what I'm doing is I'm leaning into different options for a person. Is it scarier to get a divorce or does it feel worse when I pretend like they're still married? Is it scarier when I move them? Or is that exciting? Or if I stay where I'm at and it falls flat inside of my energy body? And so we are using, I am using the vibration, the feeling, the emotion attached to these different options that I'm posting and putting in front of myself, and you can do the same thing by pretending to lean into it and end up in that space. So this is a lot of visualization. This is a lot of playing with what does that feel like. So let's say, for example, you're in a bad marriage and you know what that feels like. You're in the house your partner comes home, it feels a certain way. You think about, well, maybe if we go on vacation, you play with that energy, you use the past to kind of feel what that vacation might feel like. And you 
you kind of get into that space in your imagination and then ask yourself, how do I feel now? Is it confusing to me? Is it jarring? Is it scary? Does it fall flat and die? And then take a pause and then imagine yourself being single, maybe moving into a new place. Maybe you have children. You know, the dating scene seems to be either repulsive or intimidating at best when you're already in a marriage thinking about leaving it. And so play with these different things and then land there and say, okay, now I'm in my new place. That's my couch. Those are my kids. And we have visitation. And how do I feel about this now? And you can literally do this with anything in your life. And this allows your brain and your body and your emotions to experience these things without having to actually do them yet. It helps you to start making decisions about where you're headed by way of playing with this. And this is a lot of time what we do when we're dreaming. People wake up all the time and they'll they'll call me or text me or you know in appointments say okay so i had this dream and i my mom died and it was so bad and i woke up and i'm now i'm really afraid that my mom's going to die was that a premonition sometimes perhaps but when you're dreaming there's so many options one is that you're actually traveling and you're actually you know going to these places and therefore having a premonition most of the time, what it is, is your body trying to work through stressful situations, stressful ideas, or traumatic ideas or situations. And so your brain is working through them in your sleep. You're practicing for what could come, what might come, what might be in your, you know, the back of your head or your subconscious as a, as a fear or a worry. And so as you sleep, your your ego is also sleeping and the filter is very different when you're asleep versus you're awake so you can go through these things your subconscious can take you through these traumatic stressors be them real or be them just in your imagination and you work through them while you're sleeping in this very different brain wave and your body's safe and that other person's safe and you kind of get to work through it and you wake up and you're like oh my god I'm still here. They're still here. I'm not dead. It was awful. But at that moment, your brain processed that information, those emotions, that thing that you've been maybe worrying about. And so when we practice and use our imagination, we are also allowing our body to experience these things that we maybe haven't done before or that might we might be worrying about, we might be traumatized over. And so when we practice in our imagination, and again, I do this with clients while we're on the phone all the time, I pretend like I'm taking their, their, their mind and their emotions into different scenarios and I see what sticks. Okay, that felt good, that felt bad, that seemed a possibility, that seems like an option. And then we talk about it, but I get to play with their energy and how their energy responds to different stimuli by way of my imagination. And your imagination is where all is born. 
is very, very powerful. It's not just this thing that, you know, you can do that, you know, only kids do. Our imagination is what gives us the idea of the next job, the marriage, the divorce, the possible third kid or moving or what, you know, any other beautiful, what are we going to have for dinner? You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Everything that is coming in your life is coming from your imagination. So imagine how powerful it is to take yourself to these places by way of your imagination. It's it's a gift. And when you kind of lean into these possibilities, what happens is that your frequency actually is changing. Your concept of what it feels like to be full of abundance, of love, of money, of freedom, of a relationship, of a job that you like, a career that seems fun. When you lean into these things and all of a sudden in your imagination you have these things, your brain now doesn't know the difference really between reality and your imagination. So if you are imagining a new relationship, there's a part of you that actually goes there. There's a part of you that plays inside of that space of this new opportunity, this new job. And all of a sudden you start to get real clear about where you're at because you have lived inside of and felt the vibration of this change in your life, just like as if you were dreaming. That is where these rockets of desire for your future are born, is in your imagination. We see something, we hear something, we drive by a house, we go on vacation, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's a possibility. It's an option. It's an opportunity that wasn't there before. That's why traveling is so important and reading and being in tune with and, you know, really having experiences. That's why it's so important because it keeps your imagination in check and on point and being pushed forward. If you sat in your house every day and never had any incoming information, it would be very difficult to imagine another life. It would be very challenging to imagine those vacation properties that are in Bora Bora on the water if you've never seen them before. It would be very difficult for you to imagine yourself going there. If you've never seen crystal clear blue water before, it would be very difficult to imagine the difference between maybe the lake in your backyard or the pond next to your house versus the waters in the Bahamas, have you never seen that or experienced that before? But then once you do, you go, oh, I would really like to go on a vacation there. Rocket of desire is born. You see a friend around you that has this really amazing marriage and maybe you're struggling and you go, oh, I would really like it if my husband or my wife did that. That would feel really good. Rocket of desire is born. And so as we experience and challenge ourselves to these new things, rockets of desire are born for our future. 
And then it creates momentum in our brain and our imagination of how am I going to get there? What's it going to take? What does that look like? Maybe I'm going to go visit that place. And then you work through it in your dreams. You start coming up with a plan. And so all of you out there who are in this fork in the road of where you're going to go next in life post-COVID, maybe post-being a job loss or a divorce, and you feel stuck, invite some new experiences into your world. Invite a new book or a new movie or a documentary. Go on a trip, even if it's just around the corner to something that looks new for you. Go to new coffee shops where you hear different people and different conversations. Invite different people over your house that have had different lives and experiences. I'm always blown away when I have a client because I've tended to live you know, like a pretty normal life, grow up, live in the same place for 35 years. And then we get married and we move around a little bit, but it's kind of always been on the, you know, the East-ish coast, you know, and very, you know, Florida, I think was probably the biggest stretch for, you know, my brain as far as different, what places look like. And, you know, it was so profoundly different than the Midwest. And so when you are exposed to people, like I am by way of appointments and social media. And people say, well, you know, I like grew up in New York and then I moved to like Milan for 10 years. And then we lived in Dubai for three years. And then I moved to LA for four years. And then we did two years. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? That's so cool. How is that possible? Hear it. How did you do that? Hear it. What was that like? Hear it. My imagination is running wild. Something I didn't know was possible. A life I didn't know was out there for me. Now all of a sudden, this person just did it. Why can't I? <laughs> this can work for the good or for the bad. Because you ever you ever hear like, once one friend gets a divorce, then like it just runs rampant in the friend group. <laughs> It can go bad, too, because you see your friend getting a divorce and, you know, then all of a sudden you're like, well, my marriage is not that great either. So, like, maybe I should, you know, maybe my husband's an asshole or maybe my wife is a pain in the ass. So you also have that experience in that can be kind of detrimental, which is why when, when Jim and I moved to Chicago, I looked at him and I said, we are never hanging out with couples that don't like each other ever again. Like, just we're not doing it because, it, first of all, it's extremely stressful to always have, you know, couples around you bickering and arguing and picking at each other. Like, I have zero tolerance. And not only that, then all of a sudden you're listening to the scrutiny and the details of this negative relationship. And then you're like, well, we do that, too. Maybe I should get a divorce. <laughs> and, and then there it is, right? So possibility can be both problematic or expansive. But you know, if if it does cause you to be more introflective, I don't know the word, it, if it causes you to look at your relationship and maybe fix some things, you know, that's always good, which, you know, you always see this in reality TV shows is that these people are on these reality TV shows, and everyone is DMing them 
all their friends that have known them for decades is actually seeing the inner workings of their marriage. And everyone's like, holy shit. And then they're looking back at the tape going, holy shit, I can't believe I put up with this. And so divorce seems to run rampant on reality shows because a spotlight is placed and then everyone's giving their opinion. But the same holds true for, you know, positive things when you're in a situation where and this is this is so interesting because the same thing that is a negative is both a positive without social media, without the movies, without, you know, these outlets, we would never know what Fiji looks like or drought or famine or like these beautiful places in England and London and Italy. We just wouldn't know outside of a book. And so now we're exposed to the lifestyles of the rich and famous of gods. They have a lot of that's a very different life than I live. And it does create this sense of I want that. How do I get that? Which then creates the keeping up with the Joneses or living outside of your means or many myriad of of problematic situations because you see all these people and maybe you're not quite in the position to live like they do. And so it's important that you take the steps necessary to get to that place um, and be ready. And it's funny because I just had a client this morning that I was talking about all the pitfalls that I'm seeing and and really the the situations of TikTok creators and the like that are really having a hard time on social media right now because they went from being a very normal person to being, quote unquote, famous social media influencer or even their social media account has then spawned off into, you know, TV gigs or other opportunities for them that they weren't necessarily ready for. It's like winning the lottery. You still are bad with money if you were broke on Tuesday and on Wednesday you won the lottery and you still have broke brain, except for the fact you have $500 million in your account. And so that person was did not go through the steps that were needed to be able to become a millionaire. And so there's so many positives that come with being exposed to a world around you that you maybe wouldn't be able to be exposed to if you just lived in your hometown. But now that we have social media, you know, and the movies and TV shows and the like that show us all of these things out there. But that's why I love this idea of preparation, leaning into things, playing with the energy, increasing your vibration that is aligning with these new experiences, these new opportunities, these new challenges, these new things in our life, so that you can actually level up your thinking, your physical body, your mental and emotional body to be prepared for what's coming next. I was watching this Tiffany Haddish thing is blowing up right now with this video that she did with that that guy. And I was watching this interview with her and one of the Wayans brothers. And he was talking about the fact that for you know the past 30 years, everything that he has done has been to get him to the place that he is today. And it was such an important thing that he had said to me anyways, because 
so often we're impatient. We're impatient with the next step. We're impatient to get to kind of the dream life that we see the light at the end of the tunnel. We want to get there faster, sooner, cheaper, you know, the whole thing. But the fact of the matter is, is you can't get there from here. You have to level up. You have to be prepared. I remember a couple of years ago, you know, when I first started on social media, you know, really started putting myself out there. And, you know, I did uh, Monday Night Medium on Facebook readings and I did Periscope. And I look back to those times of how all of that was preparing me for where I'm at today, really putting myself out there. You know, no makeup, nice makeup, podcast, TikTok, and people telling me that I'm speaking to the devil and whatever. You're stupid. I just had a guy message me the other day. I don't even know what video he might have been referencing, but he messaged me and said, uh, I thought you were someone else. You're not ready to be speaking on this. And something else. I deleted the message. And I was like, I would get that if the things that I talk about weren't coming from experience. I would get that if things that I talk about were only things that I've read about or that I've heard from someone else. But when I bring you something, no matter where it is, no matter what way you're getting the information from me, be it here or on, on you know, TikTok or whatever, I... Am able to walk that walk. I am confident in where I've gotten to today from where I've started. And that, that ability for my skin to get thick and for me to be able to take criticism and people telling me negative things, which 99% of everything that I hear, I think the Lord is very positive. But I I, I had to go through the challenges early on in my career so that by the time I get to, you know, half a million plus followers with everyone and their brother having an opinion and sitting here, you know, talking to you and recording this with no script, no notes, actually no idea what I'm even going to talk about until I walked into my bedroom. It, it, it that takes some, that takes some getting, you know, getting here. <laughs> yeah, it takes some getting here. You know, usually when I'm doing an interview, I'm taking notes the second I sit down to make sure I have their Instagram account right and how they want to be interviewed. But I've done the work to get here. I didn't just open my laptop and hit record and expect to be able to talk to anyone about anything and and make it make sense. What I've done over the past almost two decades has prepared me to sit here. And so as you're sitting where you're at today, looking at the options around you, don't be impatient. Know that where you're sitting right now has a direct path to where you want to go, but there might be some twists and turns. There might be some no's. There might be some not right now. It's not time yet, and that's okay because you're not going to get there before you're supposed to. You're being primed. You're being prepared. I know now what I'm capable of. But right now, I'm not capable 
of probably what I'm going to be doing a decade from now. I'm not ready yet. And I need to be patient with that. I need to go through the steps. I need to go through the challenges. I need to do more learning, more experiencing. I'm doing this uh, retreat. If anybody hasn't signed up yet and they want to sign up, please sign up fast because we're filling spots. But October 13th through the 16th in Honesdale, Pennsylvania, I'm flying into Scranton. You can fly into Philly. I'm doing this retreat, right? And so there's going to be X amount of people there and I have to do a workshop and I don't know what the hell I want to talk about. And so over the past couple months, I've been thinking about what is it that I want to talk about? What is it that I want to bring to people at this retreat so that they get the absolute most? Because there's a part of me that's a huge perfectionist and it's almost to the point where it's what what is that saying where you you freeze up because you're a perfectionist? I can't think of it. Um right now, but it's uh, analysis by paralysis by analysis. So you're consistently analyzing, 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 and you analyze to the point where you can't freaking move forward. Right. And I know a lot of people suffer from this. And so it's like, I got to do this and then I got to make it bigger. And it's just ridiculous. And so I know that this retreat that I am doing with Letha J and Valerie Inez, I know this retreat is going to lead to more things because I'm going to be going through the steps of planning it and preparing it and marketing it and selling it and going there and setting it up and doing the things and doing the workshops and doing the aesthetic dance, which by the way, I'm the one that's doing the aesthetic dance DJing. So <laughs> yeah, prep up. It's going to be so fun. If you missed anything on aesthetic dance, I talked about it um, the other day on the episode with Bianca. And we talked about what, you know, aesthetic dance. And it's like super cool. So I can't wait to bring it um, to Pennsylvania. And so what I'm doing today, what I do every week here talking on the podcast, what I do every time I talk to a client or I write something or make a video, all these pieces and parts Every one of them are being used to create the person that I'm going to be tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. And the same is happening for you all. Nothing about your experience is lost. Nothing is going to not be used. It's all being used. If I would have never started, <laughs> I don't even know how many years ago it is now, probably nine years ago, if I would have never started that evening in St. Augustine, Florida with my daughter saying, you should do a periscope. And I'm like, all right, let's do a periscope. What the hell is a periscope? And basically it's like you connect with people live and so on and so forth. If I would have never taken that step, I probably wouldn't be here or I would be here five years from now. And so all my parts, all of the things that I've done, all of the opportunities that I've created, all of the mistakes that I've made and the wrong turns, all of the things have brought me to this moment. All of it's being used in your life. You are being prepared for what's coming. So don't look at it and say, well, I took that class and you know I'm not really doing that. So it's kind of a wash. No, you learned something. You will use that somewhere. Everything I did with Morph down in Florida, the Morph clothing that I did down in Florida, I have used 
all of what I learned in what I do today. Building websites, marketing, understanding sales, understanding sales funnels, understanding marketing funnels, like all the things that I learned, I'm using in a completely different realm. And you're no different. So don't get discouraged. I think I've talked about on here before that I did, you know, I took the QHHT um, past life regression classes and it was a couple thousand dollars. And I took level one and I took level two and I did all the things and, you know, I did all of that. And I really don't love doing the actual regressions because I'm sitting in a dark room for five hours. That's not really my thing to be like quiet and sitting in a dark room for five hours. And so I might not want to do it, but the information that I learned from it is monumental, life-changing information, life-changing theories and concepts and understanding and being able to do the regressions and be having the regressions done on myself and learning from all of those experiences. Everything's being used in your life. Every class, every opportunity, every situation, every meeting, every email, everything that you're doing is taking you closer to where you're going. And so if you're sitting there listening to me and you're stuck, go do something. Go to the zoo. Go for a bike ride. Make reservations for an overnight stay someplace. Go meet with a friend. Talk about where you're at in your life. Brainstorm. Workshop ideas. Go work for someone that's already doing the thing that you might want to do. I've heard it said, if you want to be in a business, contact the person that has the business that you want to create and tell them that you will come intern for them for free for three months. Even if you have a job, even if you have a family, go do it a couple hours a day, a week, a month to learn about that business. I remember there was this um, really cute shop in Haddonfield, New Jersey. I mean, this shop was so freaking cute. Every time I walked in there, I literally wanted to buy everything. Wanted to buy everything. I wanted I wanted this shop. I wanted everything about the shop. I wanted someone to like just take the shop and make it someplace else and make it mine. And nope. No, thank you. I do not want a brick and mortar. I do not want to have to show up every day someplace from nine to six, nine to seven, and be accountable ever at all for any reason. I want to be able to do whatever it is that I do anywhere in the world and never, ever have to stop doing that. I know this about myself. I know this about myself. I will literally have a Zoom call with you at two o'clock in the morning from across the world, but I am not going to show up to a brick and mortar. I literally will only do in-person appointments like one day a week because I'm that wacko about having to be able to have my freedom. I've learned that about myself. And when I walked into that store in Haddonfield, New Jersey and fell in love, I wanted a store so bad I could have tasted it. But then you learn. And you learn about yourself and you learn what makes you tick. Just like when I took the QHHT and I did a couple of them and I worked with people and I did them all and I learned real quick that I don't want to do them. I learned about myself. But all of these things, you're still taking information about. 
So when you look at what's going on in your life and the changes that you have in front of you, bring these opportunities to the forefront. Practice energetically, physically, spiritually, mentally. What does it look like when I work there? What does it look like when I get a divorce? Is it more difficult than being lonely? What does it look like when I get married? How is that going to play out? Do you, are you going to have all the answers? Absolutely not. But this is leveling you up, preparing you for the next step. And don't be impatient. Don't be impatient that the change isn't happening soon enough. The right email, the right opportunity, the right experience is on its way. You just have to be prepared. Maybe the right experience is waiting for you to read that one book or reach out to that one person or go on that trip that you've been waiting to go on. But it can't come until you do that. I couldn't be here talking to you today if I, I mean, I'm sure I could, but it feels like I needed to go through breast cancer to be as empowered and feel as good about myself and know that I'm capable of anything if I didn't go through breast cancer, if I didn't go through a divorce, if I didn't go through a sick kid. And as I'm sitting here talking to you, I hope you're looking back on your past years and going, holy shit, yeah, I guess all this shit that I've been through did prepare me for today. It did prepare me for the next step. And now I'm preparing for the next step in my life. Nothing is lost. Nothing that you've ever done is lost. You are exactly where you're supposed to be today, doing the things that you're supposed to be doing to prepare yourself for the next step. A person that is in an abusive relationship where they are getting their ass handed to them every you know, other day by their spouse, the reason it takes so long many times to leave is because the fear of leaving is so much more debilitating than staying and getting their ass kicked. And so every time it happens, they push themselves a little bit farther into leaving, a little bit farther into running away, a little bit farther into going to their sister or telling someone or getting out. Each time it happens and in their imagination, they leave. Or maybe they pack the kids up and go to their sister's house, step one. The next time they pack their kids up and go to a hotel, step two. All of these things are happening in the, in the mind, in the body, in the soul, preparing them for the one day when they finally get in their car and leave. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is lost. You are being prepared. Lean into it. See what it feels like. Play with it in your dreams. You're getting there. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in what you're doing. It's all working for your greatest and highest good. I love you guys so much. If you want more information on the Glow Retreat for 2022, that um, is in the show notes, Glow Retreat, glow-retreat.com. Check it out. There's a few spaces left. Um, we did open up an opportunity for you to come and have your own room. It is much more expensive because we have to like basically delete an entire person from coming because there's only so much space. But there is a solo private room, private bathroom opportunity now. If you've already signed up and you want that option, please reach out to us because we can um, just charge you the difference and give you an individual room. 
So yeah, I hope to see everybody in Pennsylvania in a couple weeks. It's going to be an amazing retreat. Coach Letha J in the show notes, Valerie Inez in the show notes. They're both on TikTok. They're both on Instagram. They talk about manifestation and shadow work and self-limiting beliefs. We're going to be doing Q&As. If you sign up before the 10th, I don't know if this will be live before then, but um, no, it won't be live before then. But if you if you message me, I might be able to get you a spot. We're going to be doing a VIP private dinner. And so just message us and say, I heard Meredith on uh, the podcast mentioned the VIP private dinner. And we're going to be doing all sorts of great stuff. Yoga every morning, everything's included. You do not need to bring a penny. There's literally nothing you can spend your money on. Actually, we might be selling some books extra books. But yeah, you do not need any money for food. You get three meals a day. It's going to be vegetarian, but delicious. All your drinks are included. All your activities are included. Everything is handled for you. So check out glow-retreat.com. Give me a message. Give me an email or whatever if you have any questions. And I hope to see you then. If not, I will see you guys here next week. So send this to someone who might need it. You never know whose life that you might change. So have a great week, guys. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.